Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys, and tonight I am hanging out with uh, a guy you should probably just drop off your bench at this point because he mm -hmm. is no longer a mustache. He is a clean face, Colin Bernier. Welcome in, Colin. <laughs> Welcome. Don't well, know what to call you. Thank you, you for having here. me. I, yeah, I was kind of like getting the must used not to, stash. The must not stash. I was kind of getting used to using Colin the mustache Bernier. Yeah. Some, hey, tongue. sometimes you got to make a change, Nick. Oh, I feel that. We haven't been looking too good. Yeah. Same with my. So you did it for your team. Yeah, it's purely fantasy driven. Okay, sure. Nothing to do with looks. Fantasy. No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Kind of what I assumed, but to just wanted to confirm. Um, welcome in everybody. What a week we have in what store. What a week! Yeah. It is the final week of the regular season. Week fourteen is upon us, and there's some. There's some uh, things that are set in stone, but there is a lot that is to be determined this week. And Big I don't, time. we don't necessarily have like a crazy lineup of matchups within our league, but each matchup certainly has a lot riding on it for everybody at this point. I mean, even the people that are locked into the playoffs or locked into the pit down yeah. there, they're still playing for, you know, seeding and... at this point. Right. Which, you don't want to be on third level, so get your wins. This this week's pod is brought to you by Dab Pen Vapes. <laughs> Dude, don't smoke, don't smoke, kids. Um, yeah. So I guess a quick look before we get to the really good meaty stuff that we want to talk about, which is like the path to the playoffs or the path to the pit of punishment. Before we look at that, we're going to look real quick at the top of the standings. So everyone already knows Matt is 10 and 3. He's at the top. Jesus. Even if he loses this week, he is still locked in at the number 1 seed of the playoffs. That's and, amazing cuz he he somehow planned that out so well cuz I was looking at his team cuz I was just thinking cuz I think he plays Shuey, which we'll get into but he does have some buys and stuff and it's like what a time to have a couple guys sit out. Right. You're already number one. Well, week 14 is another like by apocalypse. Basically there are six teams on by this week. So every team Whoa. in our league is going to have some players by apocalypse. Yes. By apocalypse. I don't know what by Nami, like a tsunami by. of buys. <laughs> I don't I think I like I'm the thing I'm going by apocalypse. Okay, by apocalypse. Um, but anyways, even if Matt loses, he's locked in at number one seed, so he does not have a lot to worry about at this point. I guess you know, do you want to go he's into sipping the... my ties? Yeah. Chilling. Not, probably not even checking his phone. Right. Um, right behind Matt, myself and Tyler were tied at nine and four. Oh, baby. And we're competing for the second and third seeds in the playoff. I don't think that we can, either of us can drop below three, but obviously oh, we can't get up to one. So can't. we are literally going back and forth between two and three. The shitty thing about that, honestly, I don't like me and Tyler, we're locked into the same side of the bracket now in terms of the playoffs. Because is it one, four, two, and three? One and two. Get oh, buys. There's six. six. Okay. Right. In round one, one and two get buys. But like number two and number three are in the same side of the bracket. Uh, so, if, so if number three wins, whichever one of us is number three, if we win in week one of the playoffs, we will oh. face this, the other one in uh, round two of the playoffs. I see what Tyler didn't Tyler bring that up? Like what if he, you know, what if for strategy you want to like lose to well, drop even if either one so, of us it doesn't did, matter now. No, but. even if either one of us loses, we're still in the same position. That's good for everyone on the other side. Because you, you guys are both well, good. I'm like looking at the top, like I don't want to play Matt or Tyler. But if I had to pick one, I'd rather play Matt. And so I'm kind of yeah. pissed off that I'm I, I even if I win or lose this week, I'm locked into playing Tyler in the playoffs because I'm assuming I, I would say that is a good problem to worry about or to have. Yeah, I guess that's just that's just a bit of looking forward. So yeah, 
All right, so who's um, in? So it's you two. Right. If we do I'd... happen to have the same record, like if we both lose this week or we both win this week, I have the head-to-head tiebreaker. So, which is I'm hoping a straight up win, right? right? Which is which means that I'm, if if we have a tied record after this week, I will have the number two seed. Is what that means. Okay. So, yeah. So that's kind of look at the top there. Now, a look at the bottom, it's kind of similar. There are several teams that are locked in, and they're competing for position uh, in the pit of punishment, and it's the same type of seeding. So Mike is at 5-8 and eight right now, <clears throat> and if he wins this week, he will be locked in at the number nine seed, which is uh, – let me think here. Seven and eight, so nine is like the third highest seed in the pit of punishment. And that is the highest one he can – that is the highest seed he can get down there because Shuey has the tiebreaker on Mike. Yep, and he already has six six wins. Right. So, well, even if, like, Mike were to win this week and Shuey were to lose and they would have a tied record – um, Shuey still has a tiebreaker. Nice. So Mike faces me this week, and it actually doesn't look too bad for him. Although he is missing, um, Jonathan Taylor on by and Lamar Jackson's out with injury. So he's starting Tyler Huntley. Which Did he is claim him? He mu- yeah, he must have got him off of waivers. Okay. Picked him up at some point. I didn't see the actual transaction, but yeah, he must have heard us on the other pod. Not because I know he doesn't listen to our pod. So yeah. Uh, he also hey, has- get your mic digs in now. F you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Mike. He has James Conner back in the starting lineup. Ramondre Stevenson, T. Higgins, Chris Godwin. Jerry Judy, who I think might be questionable right now. He is. And I think T. Higgins is also questionable right now. And then he has uh, Zonovan Knight, Bill's defense, and Nick Folk. So he's projected 131. On the other side, I am projected 145, but I am not confident. I mean. Why? I just, I don't, well, I don't have a couple of my starters in. And I don't know, dude. It just, I don't know. feels like one of those weeks. Usually it's on yeah. on one, off one, on one, off one. So if that trend continues, this is my off week. Gino should have 100,000 points. Yeah, so I'm playing Gino because Fields is on by. And I have they play Pollard. Carolina. Right, they play Carolina. So I'm, it's a good matchup for him, for Gino Smith. Pollard has a good matchup against Houston. Deontay Foreman has a good matchup against Seattle, but he's questionable right now and he hasn't practiced in two days. So I might have to just get him out of there. But I got my top three receivers, my top three players, really. Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown. And then I got Raheem Mostert, Eagles defense, and Graham Gano back in there. Picked him up mm. this week. So my name Graham has some balls. Yeah, this hopefully he has several balls this week <laughs> instead of none. Graham multiple balls. <laughs> Josh Jacobs is playing in tonight's game. Just got a notice about that. Speaking of that, did you hear that? Oh, shit. Baker Mayfield might be starting tonight for the Rams. Yeah. They just got him on their team like two days ago. Yeah. They are fucking desperate. Yeah. I I heard that and I dropped Kyron Williams in like a heart, like just so fast. (laughs) I was like, fuck that, dude. I'm not dealing with them anymore. Worth less now with Baker. So, okay. So, yeah. So that's me and Mike's matchup. And, yeah, I mean, he wants to win this week, and so do I. So, it's a, it's a competitive matchup. So, right after Mike, we got Thomas down there. He is 4-9 and nine right now, and he plays Tyler this week. So, it's a tough matchup for Thomas. The Twister. He's playing the Twister, so hopefully he doesn't get sucked up in the air and thrown out miles away from home. You know, like A lot of, a lot of people have. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, it doesn't look too bad on, well, it kind of looks pretty bad on paper. Tyler is projected 151. Thomas is projected 127. Tyler has the highest projection of the week. It, he His team is fucking about stacked. Right. He has good. none of his starters are on by this week. He is the only team in the, in the league with no starters on by this week. He has Justin Herbert, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Etienne, CeeDee Lamb, Devonta Smith, Travis Kelsey, Jamar Chase, Chiefs defense, and Harrison Buckner, dude. His team Let me just is Jamar Chase and that flex real quick. Huh? His team is fucking loaded. It's unreal. My God. So good luck to Thomas, who has Jared Goff, Austin Eckler, Kareem Hunt, uh, DK Metcalf, Corey Davis, um, Debo Samuel, Ezekiel Elliott, Buccaneers defense, and Brandon, Brandon McManus. Denver. And everybody on his bench is on by. He still has Matthew Stafford on his bench. He's not on by. He's playing tonight, but he's decided to bench him. Yeah, I think it was time. Yeah, I think it was the IR tag. Thomas finally was like, all right, (laughs) get you down here on the bench. Jesus, dude. He's got the Bengals defense on the bench. A couple uh, important matchups, like San Francisco with Debo and CMC, and they have a new quarterback. So that'll be interesting. See who benefits. Yeah, you're right about that. Christian McCaffrey for sure will benefit. Has to. But Debo, I think, would too. I think we talked about that already. Jared Goff might have a good game this week against Minnesota. They they tend to be in shootouts. Their defense doesn't seem to do yeah that well. Cream Cream Hunt and can can light up Cincy. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. DK's got a good matchup against Carolina. I'm hoping him and Gino can hook up in the end zone this week. So yeah, Thomas, good luck, buddy. I'm hoping you can beat Tyler. Yeah, I'm hoping you can beat him for him, huh? But, um, yeah, so right after Thomas in the pit is Tom Roth, who is also at four and nine. I think I'm not sure how far up either of those guys can really move with a win. Obviously, they can move above each other. And the key to those two are they don't want to end up on the bottom line. So I believe Thomas has the head-to-head win over Tom Roth this this year. So if they do have a tied record after this week, Thomas will end up above Tom Roth in the seating. Okay. So does Tom play? Tom Roth plays Dylan. Dylan. Yes, Dylan. And um, the final person in the pit of punishment is lucas and he is three and ten and lucas is actually locked in the last place even if he wins he's still gonna be locked let's fucking talk buddy i shouldn't say he's locked in the last place i need to say he's locked into the 12th seed because it's not last yet so he's he he will be the 12th seed but you know if he wins he's got a tough opponent this week nick Who's this? Oh, you're playing him this week? Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. If he loses or wins, it doesn't fucking matter. What matters for Lucas is winning next week. So, Lucas, prepare yourself for next week. Now, now that that stuff is over, okay, the top and the bottom are out of the way. We're going to get to the meat of the episode, and we're going to talk about the middle. The mayhem in the middle of the standings right now. We have, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five teams that are still competing to make the playoffs, and there are only three spots available in the playoffs, and those teams are Dylan, Blake, Zach, Colin, who all have seven and six records, and then Josh, who has a six and seven record, but can still make the playoffs. Can still squeak in. Somehow there's a way he can still make the playoffs even though all these guys have a better record going into this final week so who do you want to start with Colin I don't know dude like I was trying to figure it out I think you got it down pretty good but well I got some theories I'm not going to call them for sure but yeah 
Which, which um, guy do you want to start with? Let's start with me. Okay. We'll start with Colin. So, like I said, you're seven and six. If you win in week 14, you're, you're locked in the playoffs. I'm, I'm think that's for sure. Winning in because, because yep. winning in because Dylan or I mean, Zach and Blake play each other. Right. Yeah. Because you will have, a, even if Shuey wins, you'll have a better record than Shuey. And then even if Dylan wins, you will get in. And then, yeah, Zach and um, Ungi. I mean, Ungi and Blake play each other this week, so only one of them can win. So if you win, you're in. That's the easy way. That's what I like to hear. You hate being like where it's all this you can win and like other stuff has to happen, so I'm happy. Even though I'm probably going to lose. Well, you can lose, and you can still make it in. And I know there's at least one way that can happen. That's if Shuey loses, Dylan wins, and Ungi beats Blake, then you would still make it into the playoffs even if you lose. That could happen. Because you have the head-to-head win over Blake this season. And I think he's the only one out of all these guys that you actually do have a head-to-head win over. Thank God. And so, yeah, so you can backdoor it in. But that's takes like a lot backdooring of... backdooring it in. Yeah. There is a way you can get locked out. At least one way you can get locked out. Okay. If you lose and Shuey wins, you're locked out of the playoffs because Shuey has the head-to-head advantage over you and you guys would have a tied record at that point. Oh, boy. So, um, with that being said, you play Lucas this week. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, even though Lucas is in the 12th seed right now, you His team are looks way yeah. better than mine. I don't know about way better. Significantly. And I mean, he's okay. Sure. He's starting two tight ends. Like granted, I would say they're the number two and three tight ends in the league, but still two tight ends. So very low floors. You know what I mean? On any given yeah. day. Good point. Um, yeah, I guess we can start with Lucas. He's playing Joe Burrow. He's got a projection of 133 points. And he's starting Joe Burrow, Derrick Henry, Rashad White, Keenan Allen, Zay Jones, and then his two tight ends, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. He's got the Jets defense against Buffalo and then Tyler Bass, who is Buffalo's kicker. So he doesn't really have many issues with buy, and neither do I. I guess he, Lucas doesn't. Well, he's got Randall Cobb, but he probably wouldn't even play him. Ready, and I think he just picked him up. Nice pickup, um, James Cook down there. I was trying to fucking grab him off waivers this week. So was I. I, was I had him and dropped him. I know like you did. Dumbass. Yeah. I, yeah, I, had, I was really. I had him. Play. I have Isaiah Pacheco. I had Rashad White. All those guys on my bench at one point, like late in the season, and dropped them all. Just got a little overzealous. Didn't hold on to him quite long enough to see him become. It's better. hard though if if it's like a random waiver guy and he has like a week or two. That's not that great. You're like, I right, fuck this guy. Right. I'm I just not waiting. Tried to yeah. find someone else and damn it, I dropped him too, all too soon, and now they're all valuable. So yeah, I mean Lucas has a nice, uh, nice looking squad this week. Hopefully, you know Keenan Allen. I still think he. I mean, he had a nice week last week, but hit or miss. I still think he might be kind of hit or miss. I don't know. They play Miami though. He's Could a volume, a yeah. He's a volume player. So, and then Rashad White. I mean, he could split the backfield with your guy Leonard Fournette. Right, but I just like right before we got on here, got a alert that he got down that Fournette got down uh, downgraded to questionable. So that would be me. why did he not practice? I didn't. I didn't read it. But he they did that last week, so I benched him. Right. Because it was a month, and then he was got like 15 points. Yeah, I'm thinking if it was like Wednesday, 
that he got downgraded? Was it yesterday that that happened? Because if they get arrested, today. it oh, says sorry. Fournette was limited at practice today. Uh, foot injury. Damn, what the fuck? So that sucks, which probably means Rashad White will have a better game. Go off, right. right. Something to keep an eye on. Colin, you're starting Tua, who is currently questionable, but he'll play, and I feel like he'll have a nice – I mean, he should have a nice game. I agree. If they're going to beat the Chargers, which it, they're definitely, like, able to compete with the Chargers, if they're going to beat them, Tua is going to have a good game. Just as simple as that. You got Miles Sanders, who might have a, a nice matchup against the Giants. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Latavius Murray. Marquise I, Brown. I haven't even. Well, yeah. Look who's back in, nice baby. Nice to have Marquise Brown back in there. Marquise, huh? my boy. He's been an IR. He kept it warm for whoever's <laughs> down there now. You got Gabe Davis, Leonard Fournette, Nico Collins, who's looking better and better because Brandon Cooks is not playing this week. Yeah, I might switch that. I'm going to keep an eye on the Cook situation. Oh, he's not playing? Uh, I don't think he's not playing. Well, he's questionable right now, but I don't think he's planning to play. Okay. Sweet. Watch out, and then, Yeah. Well, he's on his bench down there. And then Patriots defense and uh, who is it? Jason Myers or Jacoby Myers, somebody? Jacobus. Jay Myers. Dude, we, me and Luke should both play Houston's um, receivers and then Tampa Bay's running backs. Did you I your bench in Ayuk? What's he projected this week? Backup quarterback. I know, but what's he projected? Eleven. Like it, they that you know how you get that alert, like a player yeah. on your bench is projected to outscore Nico Collins, and I look at it, Nico Collins is eleven point one, and he's eleven point two. It's like <laughs> yeah, thanks it's, for the thanks for the yeah. hat tip. That's tough. If you did have to bench Fournette, I mean, it's not a bad point. I don't know. Every, like, everything you bad. don't know how it's gonna happen. All you just bad. don't know how it's gonna work. Yep. Like there. I mean, I just talk. I'm talking about in um, San Francisco. You don't know how it's all gonna shake out, and he could end up having a nice, a nice game. Even he, if I start him, he'll have no catches. If I bench him, right. he's gonna have thirty points. Yeah, for sure. So that's how that works. Um, yeah, it boils down to you win, you're in. So let's hope you have a great game. And if not, Colin, you are rooting for... Chewy to lose. Chewy to lose. Blake Dylan... to win. No. No, fuck Blake. Okay. Dylan to win. Ungie oh, to Dylan. win. Ungie. You want... okay. Yeah. I'm still a little bitter. He beat me twice this year. I didn't get any benefit. That's why, because if Blake beats Ungie, he has the head-to-head over you and when you have the same record. So you need, I, but I beat Blake, right? So when you when you and Blake have the same oh, record, yep. you'll have the head to head over Blake. That's got why it. you need Ungi to beat Blake if you're going to lose this game. Go Browns! All right, who do you want to talk about next? We got Dylan, Blake, Ungi, and Shuey left. Um, let's and go, I, and then I got a bonus scenario. Whoa, Ooh, yeah. Let's let's um hit up Shuey right now because I think. It's going to be interesting. Like, how is he going to get Chewy in? Chewy plays a big part in whether a you're lot going to, of whether you're going to get in. Well, why do you think I said let's talk Chewy? All right, so Chewy's at six and seven. He has the worst odds to get in right now, and obviously, it starts with him winning. He needs to win this week to have any chance to get in. That seems obvious, but worth stating. If Chewy wins this week, and Colin Blake and Dylan all lose, then Shuey is in. So that actually could happen. That's what he needs. So That yeah, actually could happen. For Colin to lose, it, it's a possibility. Projected to lose, yep. Uh, let's see. Shuey is projected only slightly to lose to Matt, but Matt is capable of putting up massive weeks, so that might Matt, Matt has buys. Dude, That's true. Could, Matt has buys. We could get him, but still has his big boys, Mahomes and Josh Jacobs, in there. I thought. Can well, yeah. I guess you're right. And then let's see who else does he need. Oh, he needs Dylan. And Dylan is projected to win. He plays Tom Rot this week, okay. but he's starting. <laughs> we'll get to his matchup 
It's a little bit shaky because Jalen Waddle's questionable. He's starting DJ Moore and he's starting Alexander Madison as as his running back too. And he's projected like four points. Well, like he's the backup for Dalvin Cook, who he's starting as his running back one. Yeah, but, but that talk about an insurance plan here. Yeah, okay. but you don't want to. St- I don't know. We'll talk about that. But okay. the point yeah, is yeah. that you're right. There is a real possibility that Chewy gets in. Um, even if it's a long shot, still a possibility. I like looking at those matchups. It's like fifteen percent chance right now. I think it's. uh, I would give it twenty-seven and a half. Wow. Okay. So Shuey. Okay. All right. So that's as far as I can see. That is Shuey's only way in. If if Blake were to beat Ungi, I think Ungi has. Yes, Ungi has the head-to-head over Shuey. So, even like. If you lost and Dylan lost, if Blake were to beat Ungi, then Shuey would still miss out. Oh, that would be brutal. Yeah, that would suck for him. I'm I'm pretty sure that's how it would work. Unless I'm missing unless I'm missing something. Which I definitely could be, so you know. These are speculations. Solve. Yes. Educated guesses. I might be on a you know internationally known podcast, but please, please, people, I'm just a human. Yeah. Like everyone else, okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's look at Shuey's matchup this week. He is playing Matt, and it is a close matchup. Matt's projected one twenty-four and a half, and Shuey's projected one twenty-three and a half. Although Shuey doesn't have oh his defense, the Saints' defense is on by, and he's still in the start, and it's still in the starting lineup. He, and he, I don't think he that, had, has he picked anyone up. No, he does not have oh a. De- he does not have a second defense on the bench. Well, that bodes well for Shuey. If he puts any defense in there, it's going to bump his projection up ten points at minimum, right. probably fifteen. So let's take a look at his starting lineup. He's got Dak Prescott, who's got a good matchup against Houston. Najee Harris, who's got a scary matchup against Baltimore, and he just I don't, I don't know about Najee. It's up and down, and I have Jalen Warren on my bench. So I'm hoping something happens with Najee, and not that he gets. I'll say he gets injured, but just that. Look, his last two game, yeah, his last two games, he had 11.9 points. Both, both games. of them. Yeah, dude. Jeez. What are the chances of that? He's got Damian Pierce against Dallas. Not a favorable matchup. Tyree Kill against the Chargers. Good matchup. Mike Williams. He's hoping. I think Mike Williams is still marked as questionable. But he has been practicing. He did practice today. I also have a vested interest in Mike Williams' health because I have Josh Palmer on my bench. Yep. And when Mike Williams is out, Josh Palmer is actually worth something. And if Mike Williams were to come back, that would be huge for Shuey's team. Huge. Because he's a he's a valuable receiver, and Shuey got him like I think with some pretty high like draft capital. So thirty fourth. Someone opposite of Mike Williams, who had zero draft, well, low, low draft capital is Kenneth Walker. Hurt boy. He might not play. Really? He's, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's why I picked up that like random ass dude, but it, he might play. He just, he hasn't practiced yet. Dang. So, Kenneth, that's a big part of Shuey's lineup there. He's got Jeff Wilson also, um, who should have a nice matchup against the Chargers. He's got the Saints defense, which we know is not going to be in there unless he's forgets. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. That imagine that he biggest week of his life. That'd be so he funny. Then he's got Daniel Carlson to round it out at kicker. Then on the other side, which I still, even though Matt has a bunch of buys, I still kind of like his starting lineup: yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Jacobs, Isaiah Pacheco. Tyler Lockett, and then it starts to get a little hairy down here. Uh, D. Robinson, Baltimore's receiver. What's his first name? Demarcus or something? Demarcus yeah, D- Robinson? Demarcus, yep. He wavered him. That's a waiver boy. Yeah, I just don't. And he's got Devin Duvernay on his bench. I don't know. Neither of them seem valuable, especially with, with the, the backup in there. But we'll see what happens. He's got Michael Carter back from injury, 
and he's back in his starting lineup. But uh, with Zonovan Knight out there, who looks explosive looking and good. looking good, uh, who knows what Michael Carter's going to end up doing. Then he's got DJ Chark in his flex down there. I think he just picked him up off waivers. That was this week he did. I saw that. Not a bad spot play. He doesn't have a great projection, but, I mean, like I said, they're playing Minnesota. They should have a nice high-scoring affair, which would, you know, be promising for DJ Chark. 49ers defense is a good play. And then Brett Marr against Houston should be nice. So, yeah, that'll be, it'll be a close one. Even if uh, Shuey does get that defense in there and his projection goes up, I think it'll still be close. I agree. But it means a lot for Shuey. doesn't mean a lot for Matt. Matt could, doesn't really give a shit. Or he yeah, really just shouldn't. I guess he's just going for pride. So there's that's that. Uh, I guess next let's take a look at Dylan, and then we'll take a look at Ungi and Blake in tandem. So Dylan is at seven and six, and it's as simple as this: if he wins, he's in. So I love that winning in, baby. You win, you're in. All these guys who are at seven and six, if they win, they're in because obviously. Blake and Ungi play each other, so only one of them can win. Um, even if Dylan loses, there's a good chance he still makes the playoffs because um, he has a bunch of head-to-head wins over yep. these other Us. seven and seven guys. Right. So I don't have – there's multiple ways he can still make the playoffs, like even if he loses. And yeah, he, I mean, he, it, it would be something crazy for him not to get in. I mean, it, he's probably at like, what, 90% or something? Let's see. I don't think it's quite that high. He Oh, he's at 86 is what the computer's giving him. Yeah. And it's because he has those head-to-head wins against these other guys. And there is only one way I can see that Dylan will actually miss the playoffs. And that is if... Shuey loses, Colin wins, and Ungi beats Blake. Because Blake actually has the head-to-head over Dylan. Okay. So, unlikely. If Shuey were to win, and Ungi beats Blake, and Colin wins, and then Dylan loses, there could be some sort of tiebreaker that depends on points because I think there's a head-to-head three-way like tiebreaker that way. That would be wild. And there's another scenario like that that I discovered too. So like even if you lose, you still want to put up a good week because it may come down to points. Yes, yeah. Yeah, points four is a real tiebreaker and it could really actually happen after this week. So Let's talk about Dylan's matchup against Tom Roth real quick. Or what's his name? It's not Tom Roth. It is. Oh, yeah. Murray and the Muppets winky face. (laughs) So he finally has Kyler Murray back in his starting lineup. That's Tom Roth. He's projected 118 points to Dylan's projected 127. So Tom Roth is starting Kyler Murray. Jarek McKinnon, Saquon Barkley, Christian Kirk, uh, Robert Woods, Adam Thielen, Isaiah McKenzie, Raiders defense, and then Mike Wright. Is that his name? Matt, Mike Wright, Matt Wright. Pittsburgh. Uh, Matthew Wright. Matthew Wright. Okay. Mm-hmm. Saquon. He's got, he's got Joe hey, Saquon's Mixon. Saquon's used. He's been tossed around the Dude, league. Dude, who would have thought Saquon would be traded twice? In the same season. He's got Joe Mixon on his bench. I actually kind of think he might play this week. I don't know if that's for sure or not. He's still in concussion protocol. That would be a huge piece for Tom to get back in there if, if Mixon could play. Wait, so, he has. Oh, my. Yeah, that's right. I think, dude, I'm, I'm pretty sure they already ruled him healthy. He's coming back. Really? He's playing? Mixon. 
Yeah. All right. So well, Tom is notorious for making late moves in the week. So I mean, on the they on move the Tom starting lineup there. On the flip side, Dylan has Jalen Hurts, who is playing the Giants, and I'm assuming Jalen Hurts will continue to do what he's done. Yeah. Um, against the Giants too, he'll light him up. Yeah, I feel like they should be. He should be good. Then, then he's got Dalvin Cook, who started for him all year. They're playing Detroit. Should be a good matchup for him. Definitely. Um, should be a good matchup for any running back playing Detroit. So I guess that's Dylan's logic by playing Dalvin Cook's backup, who is Alexander Madison. Usually, Madison doesn't get too much, too many like touches, unless he. Ha- Cook I think he had a hurt. decent week. Last yeah. week. Yeah. The kind of a coming alive party. Maybe he might get some garbage time. The reason, I mean, Alexander Madison is a great bench player who is obviously a handcuff for Dalvin Cook. So I like, you know, having him on your roster is very smart. But when you scroll down, you can see why he's starting him because he's pressed right now. He's got no other eyes. No, he did. He just claimed Chuba and got him this morning. So maybe he's planning to plug Chuba in up there. I think he would be a good play if. Deonta Foreman, who is questionable and hasn't practiced for a couple of days, actually doesn't play. Chuba is going to be a very, very good running back this week, if that would be the case. He also has DJ Moore, which I don't really like, but he's back with Sam Darnold, who got him a bunch of uh, production in the last couple of years. So then he's got Jalen Waddle, who I said is questionable. I think he might still be questionable. Um, I'm pretty sure I heard the same thing. I think he's good to go. Hopefully he is good to go. Um, that's a big piece for Dylan. And then he's got Amari Cooper who plays at Cincinnati. So if the home road splits is a real thing, might not be a good week for Amari Cooper. Pat Fryermuth, he's been playing really well. He's actually, he's been doing awesome. Right, he's a big part of their offense, actually. Yeah. They're in Pittsburgh. Vikings defense, so he's got three Vikings guys in this game. And then he's got uh, Evan McPherson playing the Brownies. So even with the buys, Dylan's putting a pretty strong starting lineup out there. Yeah. I mean, this... I mean... This could go... I mean, especially with what he's stuck with that running back this could go either if tom can put joe mixon in there and joe mixon actually gets a decent workload which i mean he probably should then this is going to be a close game this is going to be a close matchup for sure so we'll see what happens and it obviously means a lot to do is win dylan all you gotta do is win all you gotta do is win and you're in so that brings us to the last two uh, teams here in the middle, and that's Blake and Ungi, and we've ref- referenced them several times. Because um, so what far. a matchup. Because they are playing each other this week. And like Colin said, what a matchup. Because it determines a lot here. And obviously, for both of these guys, if they win, they're in. So it's as simple as that. If they lose, there are still ways to get in. Um, I'm actually not sure who it's worse for if, if they were to lose. But um, I think they... I think Blake, it actually would be worse if Blake loses because he actually has potential. Oh, no, they both have potential to get locked out if they lose. Yeah. That's crazy. And this This matchup affects everyone else like a ton like everyone's gonna be watching this that's right trying to get in the play all those other scenarios we talked about had to do with blake and mike i mean blake and zach's matchup this week so yeah like i said if they if either of them wins they are locked into the playoffs but we're going to take a look at blake's um paths here first so if blake loses he can still get into the playoffs if Colin and Shuey lose or 
Shuey loses, Dylan loses, and Colin wins. <laughs> what so, the hell? So he's like, he's watching my game. Like, I don't know what he. Man. The, like, the key win? to that is, is Shuey because. Yeah, Shuey's. Yeah. The key to that is, is Shuey. I don't know. I, I did the so math hard. on these yeah, earlier, dude. but. It's going to be so, so hard, like, watching. Like, I don't even know who I want to win. You want yourself to win. Yeah, exactly. So we're not, I'm not even going to look at the rest <laughs> And of I think you really, you really want Ungi and Dylan to win. And you better pray. You, you're really hoping you Shuey loses. Yeah. If Shuey, yeah, if right. Shuey wins, that makes it hard for you. Um, But getting back to Blake, I think there is a way that he gets locked out. And that is if Blake loses and Shuey wins. And I, I lose. No, I actually think if Blake loses and Shuey wins, period, Blake gets locked out. Oh, shit. So me and Blake are because, both like, dude. Because Shuey has win. the head-to-head over Blake. And, they would and have I have a head-to-head over Blake, too. Right. Oh, yeah, so, that would do it. Right. So he is really – I mean, a lot of people want Shuey to lose this week because if he wins, it makes it hard for everybody else. So, yeah. Is that um, no defense, boy? Yeah. That's yeah Nick, go in there and fucking lock his change oh. of settings. <laughs> I'm, like, texting him the morning of, uh, Shuey, uh, just a reminder, set your defense. Nope. Ha, locked out. On the other side of this matchup is Ungi. And if he wins, he's in. If he loses, he can still get in if Colin and Shuey both lose. Or Dylan and Colin both lose. So he's got a couple different ways to get in. And then Ungi can get locked out of the playoffs if he loses and Colin and Dylan both win. He gets... Jesus. But he has more paths to get in, I think. Yeah. That's just the way he gets locked out. So let's take a look at him and Blake's matchup to see really what it's going to come down to. And it actually looks pretty close. And I wouldn't – who who do you think – did you look at it yet? I'm looking. Okay. I, I was going to say, who do you think, without looking, is projected to have more? If I had to guess, I know we both know the answer. I would have guessed Blake, just like going into a blind. Well, that that I would like. I pulled it up and I'm scrolling through. I'm like, okay, who is he missing? Like, he has to have buy or something. You know he, who he's, he's missing? Portland Sutton, Christian Watson really is his big one, and oh, P yeah. Ryan. P Ryan's been huge for him, and Joe Mixon's back, so I think he's got to keep him on the bench there. So that sucks for him. Some age. Blake is projected one. <laughs> Blake is projected one twenty-two, and um, Ungi is projected one thirty-two. But Ungi is starting Deshaun Watson, who Hell did, yeah. not, did not play well last week. I mean, as Brownies fans, we want to play well, team. but seven hundred games or days or whatever. Right, seven hundred days. He's got games. one under his belt. Uh, he's got Nick Chubb. He's got Jamal Williams, who I don't know because Swift had a big role last week. But Swift may be actually questionable right now. I don't know. Can't keep up with his. He's still, I mean, he still had 10 points. I mean, if they get on the goal line, Jamal Williams is going to get get a touchdown. He's a touchdown boy. It's like Fournette. Then he's got Amon Ross St. Brown, who's one of his, you know, top two players probably. DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Garrett Wilson, and then Ravens defense and Justin Tucker. Dude, he's got good receivers. Really good. He does. You know, he's well, is Aaron as bad as I like remember him? Like he that was such Aaron a Rodgers. Yeah. Well, now that he's got Christian Watson, it, he's like starting to play better and he's got more touchdowns in these last few games. I feel like, but I don't know. Sean Watson's got a big upside, though. Yeah. Oh, massive. He's not going to score five points again. Right. On the other side, Blake, he's got Josh Allen, who I think his projection has just been 
dwindling down a little bit in these but last few the, weeks. The Jets too, which is play the Jets, who's a, a tough scary. defense. He's got DeAndre Swift, so they're running backs are going head Ooh, to head. I like there. this. That's going to be a big. That's going to be the the spider. I bet. Yep. He's got Devin Singletary, who lost a lot of work last week. James Cook, Luke's boy, and and there's big question marks definitely around Singletary, not because of his health, but just because of how many touches and and his role in the offense at this point. Stephon Stephon Diggs should have a great week. I mean, he's got. You know, if they have any chance of winning, Stephon Diggs is going to have a big game. He's just so good. And he's so good. Doesn't matter who they play. He's going to get. Uh, Darius Slayton. Who's pretty good, but he needs to kind of step it up. He's got a tough matchup against Philly. Oh, yeah. That sucks ass. And then he's starting two tight ends, Gerald Everett and Greg Dulcich. That's a waiver guy. Dulcich might. They both kind of are. Dulcich might actually have a nice week because Kansas Portland City? Sutton's out. Yeah, and Kansas oh. City. I mean, if they're, I was wondering why he picked them up. That makes sense. Yeah, because he's going to be their number one pass catcher. Well, if Judy's healthy, then maybe number two. But still, you'd think he's going to have some nice volume at least. He's got the Cowboys defense. And he's got um... Ryan Badgley. M. Bagley. Badgley. I don't know who the fuck's this guy. Detroit's know. kicker. Michael. Michael Badgley. <laughs> okay. Well, he, dude, he had 19 points last week. I saw that. It was a huge one. So maybe that's why I picked him up. Yeah, I just don't know if I want to really chase those points. You know, is he really going to have a huge week against Detroit's? I don't know. You never know. You never know. You never know. But, um, yeah, so that's their matchup. I would say it just feels like it should be closer than it looks on, like, paper. These projections. Yeah, I, I think what happens is, like, apart. when you get some of those guys that are up and coming and they've had, like, a couple good weeks, the computer doesn't like them yet. Right. So, like, looking at Blake's team. Well, he's or, missing a big part. I mean, Christian Watson yeah. would be in his starting lineup for sure. Cortland Sutton probably would be in his starting lineup at least this week with Christian Watson on by, but Sutton's hurt. Paris Campbell, I mean, he's another flex potential guy, and he's on by. Who knows, dude? Slayton could have P- 20 points. Piran was one P- of his. Ryan. Yeah. Huge pieces the last two weeks, and now he potentially may be losing his role to Joe Mixon coming back. So it's a lot up in the air. Yeah, but, that's tough because you you just have no idea what it's going to. Right, look you, like. you have no idea. Let, let's see. What, he could literally not play at all, or he could. They do play one there. p.m. on Sunday, so it's not okay. like you know, it's not like it's like Sunday night where or Monday night where it's like. You got to make your decision early on Sunday and you're just fucking waiting all day. It's like, at least you can make an informed decision and get him out of there or put him in there if you need to. So that kind of goes through everybody specifically. And I think we touched on every matchup this week. The one little bonus scenario that I discovered that I think will result in like a overall record tie in a three-way head-to-head matchup tie. So and that then it would points. And then it would boil down to points four, total points oh, four on the season. So the way I see it is if Josh, Colin, Blake, and Dylan all lose, then there will be a three-way tie between Colin, Blake, and Dylan. And they're records would be tied and then you each have like one head-to-head win against like i beat blake dylan beat me but yeah so colin has the head-to-head over blake but you lost to dylan and then blake lost to colin but beat dylan and then dylan beat colin but lost to blake so none of you guys have a yeah 
that's going to points for, and that's going to benefit Blake. And this is like this really actually going to happen. Oh, easily. Even after you think it's easy, that easy to tell before the week that Blake would that be it could happen. Cle- clearly in. Oh, yeah. For points four? Are you kidding me? I don't know. Let me see. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not going to score points for three. Let's see. Well, currently, Dylan has the most points. You guys are. You guys are four, five, and six all in a row. Points four. Four, five, six. Come on. <laughs> Dylan has 1,838. Blake has 1,808. And then you have 1,795. So you're only off by like 13 points to Blake, who's only down by 30 points to Dylan. So you guys are all right there. All right. Let's just, we're four. having a good week. So any of you, if, that's kind of crazy, dude. You guys are so fucking close. So if you guys, let's just say there was a tie for the points for the next tiebreaker would be points against. And I believe it is whoever has the more points against. And then after that, it's a fist fight in real life. And so after that, I believe it would be like a coin flip. Literally, wow. that's, that's like in the computer. I would have to go in and just program whichever one. I get heads. That is nuts. So basically the scenario that Shuey needs to get in, like if Shuey, if Colin, Blake, and Dylan all lose, that is Shuey's chance to slip into the playoffs. But if he loses, then all hell breaks loose in that scenario. And there's going to be a fucking points four off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is nuts. That would kind of be, no, actually, winning in. Right, winning it, in, but it would cool, be fun yeah. to see that happen, you know? For you. Oh, yeah, it's, like, fun for me to, like, look down. Yeah, it's like, look at these little dudes down there, <laughs> like, doing their games. <laughs> All right, wait, I want to look at the playoff bracket. As it is right now, Matt has the number one seed, and he has a bye, and I have the number two seed, and I have a bye. Boo. And then on my side of the bracket, Tyler has a number three seed and Ungi has a number six seed and they play each other in the first round. Then Dylan has the four seed and Blake has the five seed and they play each other in the first round. You know what? Count me out. That's fine. (laughs) I mean, obviously, but you have a better chance than you have a better mathematical chance than Blake and Ungi both. Just because yeah. of the way, because they play, yeah, because they play each other. They play each other. Um, but you see what I'm saying about like the sides of the fucking bracket. Yeah, me and Tyler are stuck on the same side of the bracket no matter what happens. And then Matt's over there. Oh man, dude, Matt is he's boxed me out of first place all fucking season, like by one. He's game. a bully, and now he's sitting pretty over there. That's why. That's why you compete for like. The number one seed right there because I mean every game is a challenge, but I'm just saying, like, if I had to pick my opponents, I would not pick Tyler. You know, you know? Yeah, no. I'm looking yeah. So well. No, you're right. I mean, it just wouldn't. I mean, that Nobody is the, I mean, it should be like that though. The benefit well, yeah, of for the sure. I mean, if you get you the one seed, you earned it. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then looking at the bottom, the way it currently is, um, Tom, oh wait, Lucas is is the 12th seed, Tom is the 11th seed, Um, Thomas is the 10th seed, and Mike is the 9th seed, and then Shuey is the 8th seed, and Colin is the 7th seed. So you guys all play each other the first round. If that went according to plan... It would be a bloodbath. I'd be like, shoot, why the fuck did you not do what you, you had to do to get me into the play? <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. So just so you know, like if you. Let's think if you are on line one in the pit, like you are projected right now. Then and you lose, you go to line two. And then if you lose in round two. You'd go down to, to round. So if you lose twice on the top line, then you're going to be playing for the losing position. Oh boy! But I mean, you 
you have two chances to win. You know, you have two weeks to win. Yeah. Stay off Dude, what line. about what? what a, only I'm probably only thinking in this because of where I'm like on the bracket. But what about a win and in, and then you like play the first seed or something? Oh, you're talking about in the pit. Yeah. There's like the, one game, like a wild card. What? Wow, a wild card. So that. This would definitely have to be an off-season legislation, but I'm right. all for it. I love it. I you want to I mean? add but more. Then, yeah, no. But then I, I, I don't know if it would be too small to have just four people. Oh, great. A chance to lose, but not really. I never believe it. Just got a fucking what? alert. Geno Smith, who's in my starting lineup, downgraded to questionable. Dead. <laughs> On... Let's go. Let's go. Not that it really matters. Not that it matters but... really that much, but. Still fucking hate to see that. Anyways, your your little idea, I'd like that. I mean, definitely, I it wouldn't. Um... I mean, that's basically, for some of these matchups, that's pretty much what we're doing right now is winning in. But, like, do you know what I mean? If it was right. one matchup. yeah. This week is basically the wild card week. Yeah. That's much. what this week is right now. Yeah. The way, so it's the same. It, the way it panned out. It doesn't necessarily mean that week 14 will be that every year. Maybe. Because the, basically the format that our playoff and the format that our pit of punishment are taking are also like the way the computer does it. So it's really easy. Yeah, no, Everything think... is right up the way it is on the app. And so I don't have to like program anything. I can I can change matchups week to week. So like we really could make our own playoff format and I can plug it in here, even if it doesn't fit the way it needs to. We can like change it. Yeah, you know, like a play in game. You gotta fucking like maybe this. next year yeah. we could really make like week fourteen actual wild card. And yeah. then just like or we can flex I heard an idea today, like when week 14 pans out, there there was somebody in, in their league, like they had divisions in their league and two players in the same division had like 11 and two records or whatever going into this week. And obviously only one of them, like they'll both come out, go into the playoffs, but only one of them is like going to get the first place so whatever whatever they're talking about flexing the game so that they could they were both playing teams that weren't going to go to the playoffs and they wanted to play each other in week 14 to like determine the seed basically instead of it just being like a tiebreaker and i like the idea of like being able to flex like the last week of the season you know what i mean to play yeah a but we'd have I, to again, have some kind of structure to it. Yeah, it has to be structured. Because a lot of these games, like they matter. They, they matter for like me, you everybody, know, people in the middle, right? And I don't want to draw back to this, but that's why, like, the thing about benching your players really matters in this situation. I mean, Tyler's locked in to like the second or third seed, so it doesn't really matter for him. But who's his opponent? this week oh shit i don't fucking know who's he play oh he plays thomas tyler yeah thomas so i don't know that's a if he played somebody who was seven and six right now obviously any anything that has to do with like not giving it his all would piss a bunch of people off it would piss me off if i was seven and six and somebody say the the best example of this would be matt because Matt plays fucking Shuey. Right. So and a and bunch Matt's of people now want Shuey to win. Right. And he's locked in at number one. He can, you know, not play right. plays players, but Shuey's yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is a great example. So you're telling me if Matt decides to bench his players because he's playing um well, just because it doesn't matter for him. He can just you know, put in like yeah, he random wants to guys rest his play. Out. He wants to be cocky and see if he can beat him with right his bench players. Yeah, some waiver boys. 
It just and everyone opens else a is gray watching, area. Like, oh, it just shoot, opens gray yeah. area. I agree that you have the right to play who you want to play and you pay it in. And if you want to lose, you have the right to lose. But when you're affecting, when you're doing it to affect other people's like standings, it just, I don't, it opens up morally. Gray. Yeah. Right. We'll have some problems outside the league. <laughs> so, Matt, maybe you can do it and open the can of worms and we'll make it official. We'll make an official ruling on it this year if you actually do that. Maybe we'll kick you out. Yeah, of the Matt can do whatever the fuck he wants. And you may be. No, paid. no, That's Matt. Funny. You can't. You can do whatever you want, but it might result in you being kicked out of the league. So for be forewarned, okay? Anyways, that sort of um comes to the end of like all the stuff I kind of had prepared. This like open any um questions or like any uh different ways think- of thinking about the week or anything. Not really. I mean, I guess I will be keeping an eye on like Shuey, but I'm more focused on just winning. Win, winning in. Win, winning in. But it is, I like how we're all close. Right. It'd be kind of boring if it was already decided. It would be, it would be way more boring if, uh, if there wasn't that middle group that was all fighting for a spot right now. So yeah, it'll be interesting. And, and even to see like where the the seeds shake out, because I haven't calculated all that shit. I don't know where if people win. Or That's people a good lose, point. Like if we're land. in, it's who's going to be five, six. Yeah, I don't know any of that. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be. What's fun. the game tonight? The game tonight is, I don't know. Rams. It's Rams. Oh yeah, Baker and the Rams. Oh, the Raiders. So let's Raiders. look for Devontae Adams to have a massive game. Massive. massive. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to get in the play. Next time I talk to you uh, on the pod, I'll be in the playoffs. And <laughs> Matt was texting happy. me the other day and he said, see in the finals. I was like, wow. Very cocky Whoa. much, Matt? Cocky okay. much? Jeez. But what about day? Hey, Dylan changes his name to Cash Only. Cash Only. That's a good one. Dude, I like I know that I'm locked into two or three. But mm-hmm. it just it's like moral it feels mentally like if I get that two seed and you don't have to play the first week. It just like uh, feels like Yeah, a I mean you you just don't want to Yeah. And you always feel bad coming off a loss. Like, especially if yes. a couple of you guys have a down week, you're like, holy shit, is something wrong? Can I right. play him? There is currently one, like, gray area in our postseason, and that is if you make the playoffs, but you lose in the first round. Because then you're just stuck in a consolation bracket with that other person. You know? Right. <laughs> So, like, so we we should we should figure it out where that doesn't happen, but it happens like before. So there's like a playing game. Sure, is that possible? I think we should 100% open this up for discussion. Yeah, actually, I, we have a bunch of people that do fantasy all the time. Like, like we could make like eight teams get really in, want. and there wouldn't be a right. first round buy, basically. Or we can make it like a death match. The last two people in the league, everyone goes to the playoffs except the last two people. Well, or we could, that might be interesting actually, or we could make it like literally there would be like one more week to the playoffs and there would be all 12 teams or get in. And the first week is like, do uh, it like a whole, dude, it's a 12 man bracket. Right. Seating. Run it. I mean, we could, we could, we got to talk about it because there's several ways we could do it, but I feel like we could make it more interesting than it, than it is right now. Yeah. It just, it's like we split it right down the middle. Half you guys go to the playoffs, half don't. Well, that's how it is right now. No, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's like got to be way more than just like. If we're going to have a punishment league, I kind of, I just like how like if you make the playoffs, you don't have to worry about the punishment. Right. It's like extra incentive to make the playoffs. Yeah, but wonder if you're bad. You're going to be like, dude, give me a chance. Like, 
if your team sucks at the beginning of the year for like the whole year and you're finally playing good and you have no chance of that's like, true. You know, like next year, dude, if your team was coming alive right now, you might be like, what the fuck? Yeah, we should talk about ultimate alternate formats. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what would be best. I'd like how it either. is either. We now, should research I, it and, and yeah, spitball some ideas because I think that's that'd be like, for example, I'm playing Luke's team and he had like weeks there where he was like out. Terrible. Know, right. Now he, his guys he are like healthy. Feels like he's, he's been out of good. it all year, right. which just sucks for him. And now he's, but now he's doing good. But the win, like he could beat me, and it doesn't matter. Right, that's true. Maybe, what if it, what if it was like? I don't even. I have. I don't even. Know. I, but yeah, how do you fix that? it? It's always gonna. Well, roundtable. Anyone listening? Yeah, sorry about that. We're kind of rambling, but yes, I think it's a good, definitely good and worth talking about. And we'll get some other minds into it. Yeah, we got a bunch of other people in the league who have experienced other fantasy formats and whatnot. So yeah, it'd be worth picking everybody's brain. But um, that kind of wraps it up for tonight. Colin, you got any additional thoughts or comments? No, just can't wait to be in the playoffs. Let me ask you this Are you cold? Without your. Mustache. Extra layer of hair. Yeah. It has been an adjustment. I, I got uh I wear a full face mask when I go outside. Ski <laughs> mask. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I mean I get that. But you look good, I guess. You look good. Thanks. Baby face. I think I'm gonna go beard. Really? Yeah, maybe. I wish my See how beard... this week pans out, I'll just keep shaving. My beard fucking sucks, dude. I wish my what? beard was better. Just... Yeah, it's so patchy. Patch job. All right. Anyways, for calling the no mustache premiere, I am Commissioner Humphries. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us tonight. I hope you were able to follow. Even Big week. I rambled in a lot of uh, spots. Here. Big huge week. Good luck to everybody. Huge. Make sure you get your starting lineup set. Uh, starts tonight. Now. Week fourteen yeah. starts now. Goodbye. Peace. Except for me. Started last week. Bye. See you guys. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.